Welcome to the Four Verticals Podcast, your home for all things football. This week I'm joined by Sac State quarterback Kevin Thompson. Thompson was recently placed as a first-team All-American this preseason and hopes to come into 2020 improving on an excellent 2019 campaign. Welcome to the Four Verticals Podcast. Today I'm joined by Sacramento State quarterback Kevin Thompson. Kevin, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So if you could start out by maybe telling us how you got into football and maybe some of your experiences from playing um, in youth leagues and, you know, through middle school, you know, leading up into your high school. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I was, I was uh, probably a bit late getting into football compared to most people. I didn't, I didn't play Pop Warner or anything. Um, my first time playing tackle football was middle school, so seventh grade when I was 13. But uh, I was always a baseball kid growing up, thought that's what I was going to do. Um, football football was always fun, but I never really started taking it too seriously till later in my high school career. But uh, I kind of started football. I did flag football when I was younger, and I always wanted to play receiver. But I remember my coach, my friend's, uh, my good friend's brother at the time, older brother, was like, oh, man, we don't have a quarterback. Uh, would, would you mind playing quarterback? And I was like, gosh, sure. So I just ever since then I just kind of rolled with rolled with playing quarterback, but got started in middle school and I enjoyed it, but uh, I loved baseball. But uh, after my junior year of high school, I don't know, I just kind of fell in love with football. It's kind of taken over for me, and I really enjoyed it. I I loved training in the off season, just going out and throwing, and I felt like I was seeing some good strides and improvement, you know, from freshman year of high school through junior year so I kind of decided that summer I was gonna gonna try to pursue playing football in college so I was kind of a little late to the whole recruiting game and everything but I think eventually you know everything really turned out uh turned out well for me so I'm kind of thankful for the for the path that I did take so once you did get into high school um when did you first end up getting you know the start for your team and you know if you could talk a little bit about maybe you know, some games that stand out to you, maybe some teammates and experiences with coaches or whatnot? Yeah, so um, I played freshman ball my freshman year, and then my sophomore year I just played a little bit of special teams and a little bit of defense and a little bit of wide receiver for the varsity team. But I didn't start uh, at quarterback until my junior year. Um, so my junior year uh, was a pretty tough year for us. We ended up going 1-9, and nine and – you know, we weren't too successful. Um, still still some really good memories and, and some great guys that I played with, but we struggled, and um, there was a coaching change going from my junior to my senior year. They brought in a guy named Brian Thomas, and he brought in his staff, and they had been coaching at a high school kind of nearby in the area called Federal Way High School, and they were real successful. So they came in for my senior year and they really just kind of switched up the culture and kind of like fresh with some new energy and everything. And, you know, we went from going one and nine, my uh, junior year to seven and three with a share of the league title my senior year. So it was just a big jump and, you know, it was a lot of fun. And uh, we kind of started off the gate uh, like five and oh I think and then I think game three of my senior season we were going up against uh, a team that was favored to win the league that year 
They had a lot of a lot of weapons coming back and kind of some guys that had had some really good junior seasons. And so everyone thought we were probably going to get smoked. And uh, we ended up beating them by like two or three possessions, I believe. And then we were like, oh yeah, like you know we can do this thing. Like like we're legit. We're just as good as anyone else. And you know that that season was really special to me. Some always look back on. Um, I still have several great friends to this day that that I played with on that team, and we still keep in touch daily. And you know that was high school was a really special time for me. And you know I was able to get my first offer after like four games going into my senior year from uh, UNLV. Um, so just that whole year was really special for me. I know you just touched a little bit on the end there about UNLV. Can you kind of tell us, um, you know, I know you jumped in, like you said, late, but how did, you know, the whole recruiting process go for you, especially with the fact that, you know, you kind of started playing football at a later age? Yeah, I think the recruiting process for me was a bit unique um, compared to most people these days. I, I think most kids and most people these days are getting recruited pretty early on in their high school careers and they're going to the seven on sevens and um, kind of getting the offers by like sophomore year of high school, which is, which is great. It's incredible. Um, it's great to see. Um, but I would also say to anyone that's not, or to anyone that maybe is getting a late start, you know, don't get discouraged because, you know, I think you can, you can still make up for lost time, I guess, um, you know, if you work hard and everything, but I, I didn't get my first offer till, um, after four games of my senior year, I just randomly got a call from – I had never heard from uh, UNLV before or anything. And I got a call from Coach Rosenbaugh. I remember I was at my buddy's house, um, you know, on like a, a weekend or like a like a Sunday or Monday or something. And uh, Coach Tim Rosenbaugh gave me a call. and was like, hey, is so-and-so from UNLV. Like we've been watching – we've been following you from your junior to your senior year. And, you know, we were having a conversation. I was like, oh, this is cool. It's like the first, you know, college coach I've really talked to. So, you know, I. but then by the end of the convo, he, he gave me – he said, we're going to offer you a full-ride scholarship. And I was just like, whoa, like this is, this is nuts. Like I was not expecting this whatsoever. I was expecting them to be like, yeah, we're kind of interested in you and, and whatnot and kind of see where things go. But they just offered the scholarship right then and there on the phone. And I had never met them or – or anything so um and then from that point on a few others started to roll in because you know once you get your first one you know you kind of other teams kind of take notice and they'll just kind of start throwing them out there but uh, from that point on when when they gave me the offer I started to kind of build a good relationship with them and uh, by the end of my football season I felt confident and felt like they believed in me so I decided to uh I decided to to commit to UNLV over um, New Mexico State, and uh, my only other offer was Idaho, and they then uh, the FBS offer was Idaho. They ended up pulling it because um, they got Jake Luton at the time. Um, so I ended up going to UNLV because I really liked the situation. I felt like I had a good relationship with that coaching staff. So moving forward a little bit um, from high school and getting recruited. Um, how was the transition into college ball and, you know, being able to get into the learning the system and not only on the field, but off the field transitioning into college? Yeah, I felt at first, I felt like the transition went really well for me early on. 
Um, I came in in August, you know, late July or whatever when fall camp started and uh, my first year. And, you know, I felt like I was picking picking things up pretty good. I was taking taking good notes. So I'm really, really trying to focus on the meetings and trying to soak up as much as I could mental reps on the sideline. And that kind of led to me, you know, getting getting some, some twos and even a little bit of ones reps by the end of my first fall camp. And uh, so I thought things were going really well for me. Um, early in the season, I thought there might be a chance that I could get on the field. But ultimately, coaching staff made the decision to redshirt me, which I think, you know, was a great decision. I was a little undersized weight-wise. I kind of needed to, to grow into my frame a little bit, put on a little bit of weight and strength. Um, but everything was great that, that first semester. I felt like I was I was really you know, learning the system quickly and I was very confident in my abilities and I knew that, you know, going into year two, I thought I would have a fair shot to, to win that job. So I know that um, early on in your career, you had some injury trouble. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and how that went for you and, you know, how you ended up handling it and coming out from it? Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a, a difficult time <clears throat> for me. Uh, Leading up to that second year, what would have been my redshirt freshman year, or you could call it my my true my sophomore year, um, my second year in college uh, before the season started. Well, we had a new staff come in that that first spring, and you know I was trying to compete, and I was having some lingering elbow issues that uh, you know I had kind of been dealing with through spring and summer, and for some reason I was having a good amount of pain in my elbow when I was throwing, but. I didn't think too much of it. I just kind of tried to push through it. And by the time fall camp, that fall camp was kind of coming to a close year two, I, I just couldn't, you know, bear the pain anymore. So I decided to get it looked at. I ended up discovering that I tore my uh, UCL in my right elbow, which is like, uh, you know, Tommy John surgery, what a lot of baseball pitchers end up going through. So, um, I think it could have been an injury that I had from the past that, that started to get worse and worse as I threw more. Um, but yeah, that rehab process was was pretty crazy. Uh, it was in total 18 months. I ended up missing two full seasons with that injury. That season coming up and then the next fall as well. So uh, I went through just a, a really long and tough rehab process, but I had really good support from my family. And then uh, I did decide to leave UNLV while I was going through the rehab process so that I could go back home to the Seattle area and, and work with some, some people that I thought would be more helpful um, during my rehab process. And, you know, I had great friends and family support me along the way and, um, as I was kind of finishing up rehab going into like spring of 17, I was pretty much trying to find a new home. And, uh, you know, last minute I kind of got a call from coach Wolf, coach Sears here at Sac state at the time. And, um, they were, they offered me a 50% scholarship and it was my only, my only offer, my only chance to go play somewhere. So I jumped right on it and I just came down here and, I was like, I'm gonna. This is my last chance to to make something out of my football career. I still want to make. I still want to do this and make it happen. Um, so I'm just gonna do it, and you know, whatever happens, happens. As long as I, you know, give it everything I got, and 
my best foot forward. You know, I can't have any regrets. So uh, thankful, thankful for them, thankful that I made that decision, thankful for my family and everyone that was involved in the process. Yeah, and it seems like the decisions, um, you know, through all that, you know, tough period throughout the injury, it ended up, you know, putting you in the right spot as you are now. Um, tell me, when you ended up transferring over, um, how was, you know, that adjustment, you know, learning, you know, with new coaching staff and coming in on a scholarship, um, you know, new playbook, new uh, teammates? How was that? Yeah, it was uh... – it was interesting. Um, you know, my first semester here, I really just tried to to take everything in, and you know, I I had not taken a college snap yet, so I wasn't gonna come in and try to be this vocal leader and try to hype everyone up and stuff. I I had to go in there and I had to you know I had to earn the job and I had to earn the trust of everyone around me. Um, including the coaching staff and my teammates. So I just went in and uh, I just tried to work as hard as possible and, and do everything I could to learn the system and um, put myself in a position to where I was competing and doing whatever I could do to, to help the team win and hopefully, you know, be the starting quarterback. But um, I just wanted to do whatever whatever I could to – to, to help the team and to, to be the best football player possible. So uh, kind of that first season, I just went in with an attitude like, uh, I'm going to lead by example. Um, I'm going to try to work really hard in the weight room, watch film, and, you know, hopefully try to try to uh, be a catalyst in turning this program around. And, you know, ultimately, uh, I mean, we had a good first season, and then obviously we struggled in 2018 had a coaching change, but, you know, I think I was able to achieve, you know, some of my goals that first season and, and along the way so far that uh, in the three years that I've been here going on four now. So tell me, what do you think that, you know, through your process um, after transferring over and, you know, going through the different, you know, changes, like obviously with the coaching change after a year and stuff, what do you think that you've been doing, you know, right I guess I would say in a sense since you know you've put up like incredible numbers last year and you're very high on a lot of the preseason list you know performance this year what do you think that you've been doing that's kind of setting you ahead of all these other guys even though you've had lots of barriers and obstacles to go through up until this point yeah well first of all I think um you know I'm surrounded by just incredible uh, teammates and incredible coaching staff and uh, training staff and strength staff and they all work you know extremely hard uh, this group um, you know from the coaching staff all the way down to the players is, is, is the hardest working uh, group or organization that I've ever ever been a part of um, so I, I think you know everyone plays you know a key role you know, and especially in what is my individual success or these awards or whatnot, it's all really just, uh, you know, a compilation of the the efforts of everyone involved, you know, in the football program. So, uh, but me personally, I really just 
um, trying to take strides uh, on the mental side of the game. You know, obviously last year, new staff, new another new system. So it's a lot of learning. Uh, but I have full trust in, in the coaching staff and, you know, all of us players put our trust into the coaching staff that they were going to, you know, put us in the position to be successful and, you know, they just they they let us know what was expected of us and, and the work that we needed to put in, and you know, I think we did that for the most part. And obviously, it turned out to be a, a fairly successful season, um, one we can still improve on and grow upon. But uh, I try to just do something every day to to improve um, as a football player, whether that be watching film, um, working out, growing, uh, working out with my teammates. Uh, as long as I'm doing, you know, minimum one thing, sometimes sometimes I'll do all three or all four of those things. And um, but as long as I'm doing a minimum of, of one thing a day to try to get better, I, I think, you know, just being consistent and doing that has has been uh, the biggest thing for me in in the improvement of my game is just being more consistent in the in my preparation and in my physical and mental preparation. What would you say would be, um, you know, a favorite or favorite moments that you've had so far, you know, especially maybe in the last year or two? Yeah, it's, it's really tough because, you know, overall just the whole experience is is really special. Just being able to play college football is, you know, it's incredible. It's something that not a lot of people get to do. So I cherish just all the small moments. But uh, definitely, you know, I, I think that stretch from – this last season, Eastern Washington, Montana State, you know, in Bozeman, and then Montana, those three, that three-game stretch right there, to be able to come out of those three games with three wins, you know, three, three solid wins, uh, that's probably something that I'll remember for a really long time because, you know, uh, those are perennial powerhouses in our conference and to just, you know, knock those three out right there. Uh, kind of set the tone for for us for the rest of the season, and you know we were having a lot of fun at the time, and uh, those are just really fun games, great atmospheres, you know, great fans, um, just a ton of fun. So, I know you guys may have not finished the season exactly how you would want it to. Um, tell me, how did it feel, you know, playing in the playoffs this last year, and you know maybe some thoughts from that game and some things, you know, to carry forward into this season. Yeah, it was really cool to to be together as a team watching the the selection show and just finding out we were we were a seeded team with a with the first round bye. You know, that was really cool to to be a part of and um yeah, that playoff game, it was a tough one. They they came out and they played really well from the jump and uh we got in a bit of a hole and it was hard to kind of dig ourselves out. We tried, but Ultimately, you know, when you start that slow, it's going to be tough, tough to win a game. But, you know, I, I'm very optimistic. Uh, I think there's just looking back on that game of the season, we have so much to, so much more to improve on, you know, so much, so much more to grow as football players and as a team. And, you know, that's, it's very motivating to me because just knowing that there's, there's so much more room for improvement, things we could have done better. It's just something I look forward to to doing this off season. You know, hopefully when we can get started back up as a group. But you know, during this time, I'm really just 
we really all are just looking at what we can do individually to get better so that when we come back as a collective, we can piece it all together. Um, so, so the main focus is really just on improving individually uh, right now. And, you know, I'm really excited for this next season whenever hopefully it starts on time. But whatever happens, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it because I think we have so much to improve on. So during the stretch in the off season, you know, with a lot of stuff being down and, you know, things being as crazy as they are, what have you been doing to kind of, you know, stay in football shape and also, you know, keep sharp and, you know, be able to keep yourself busy during this time? Yeah, I think um, what's really important, you know, for me and for my roommates, my who are also my teammates, is that uh, – we've been very consistent. We we've had a very consistent schedule. You know, we've told ourselves, you know, we're going to wake up at this time. We're going to go work out. Uh, then we're going to go throw. Um, we meet with the coaches twice a week via zoom. Um, we spend, you know, we, we put time aside to make sure we're watching film going over the playbook. And, uh, you know, I do that with my roommates and, the few people that are here on the Sacramento area, but, uh, it's a unique situation. Um, but I think it's been really good. I think it's been, you know, really beneficial for us in a way because, you know, really teaching us accountability. We got to hold each other accountable. Um, you know, we don't have the coaches here to push us to make sure we're doing things. So, you know, it's all on us individually and, you know, I think it's making us, you know, more mature team, um, more mature as individuals, you know, making sure that we we get the work in mentally and physically that we need to. You know, we're not going to sit here and make excuses and say, you know, we don't have a gym, we don't have this, we can't do this. You know, you just got to find a way to to do what you need to do, you know, within, you know, as long as you're, you know, following the rules and, you know, doing what you uh abiding by, you know, as long as we're being safe about it and um, making sure everyone's staying healthy. But yeah, we're just, we're just trying to be consistent with our schedule and make sure we're working out and I'm watching films still. And so that we're still sharp when, uh, when workouts in the season does roll back around. Yeah, definitely important to keep the accountability with each other and, you know, pushing each other as a team. Um, now coming in, for this season, what's one thing that, you know, maybe as a team you guys are working to improve on from the 2019 season? And maybe then one aspect personally that, you know, you kind of through watching films say, this is something that I really want to focus in and work on to perfect for this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we really, we want to, uh, I'll speak for us offensively. Um, we really want to improve, you know, on third downs. Um, I think we were we were a good third down team, but we want to be a great third down team. We want to be the best in the conference and one of the best, if not the best, in the country on third down conversions. I think those are huge. Um, and then just being more consistent, you know, on first and second down as well, making sure we're we're in manageable third downs. You want to be in, in third and shorts and you know third and five or less. Uh, you don't want to be stuck in you know, third and long situations. And it just comes down to making sure you're very well prepared mentally and, 
um, the more film, you know, that I watch personally and that we watch as a team, uh, the less, you know, mistakes we're going to make and we'll be a lot more consistent, you know, on the field and that'll lead to, you know, hopefully more points, more first downs, more wins. Um, but yeah, you know, for me, I want to continue to build upon, uh, build on the mental side of the game, perfect this system, you know, work closely with coach Taylor and, and coach Fresca is our quarterback's coach and, um, make sure we're all three on the same page and, uh, that we're all extremely prepared for each game. So, um, I also want to, you know, improve physically. I got, you know, I want to put on a little bit of, a little bit of size. I want to, I want to get faster, work on, work on my overall athleticism, um, and be a, be a bigger threat in the run game. You know, I think I was effective, an effective runner this year, but I, I want to be an even bigger threat in the run game, you know, this next season. So, um, when, if I'm just able to, you know, put on some size and, and get a little faster, I think <clears throat> I'll be able to make some big strides in that area. Now, I know you've touched on this before in the past, but would you say that there's, you know, a particular maybe uh, professional NFL player that you kind of see yourself in a little bit or certain guys that you like to, you know, pick up maybe some habits from them and watch them to get yourself better? Yeah, I think uh, I'm definitely a huge fan of Russell Wilson. He's, uh, you know, I'm from the Seattle area, so I'm a big big Seahawks fan. And uh, I think, you know, what he's done for for that organization is is incredible. And, you know, his leadership is something I really look up to and will try to model, um, you know, for myself just moving forward. and obviously he's extremely talented on the field and I think he carries himself really well off the field. So I'd say, you know, if, if, if there's anyone I wanted to model my game, you know, for it'd be him. Um, also, you know, I think Drew Brees is great as well. Mechanically speaking, um, you know, I think we're around, you know, the same height. I don't know. I think he's around six, six foot or six one or something, but, his feet, his footwork in, in the pocket is great. And, you know, I've watched a lot of Drew Brees growing up. I'm surprised those two. And then, obviously, uh, I've watched a lot of Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady as well. But, you know, if I were to pick two guys, it would be Russell Wilson and Drew Brees. If you could describe your personal kind of philosophy or approach to the game. Yeah, I'd say I'd say I have, you know, I have more of a – you know, more of like a locked-in kind of approach to the game. I don't really like to let my emotions, you know, swing too far one way or the other. You know, don't don't get too high, don't get too low. I try to stay even keeled, you know. Whether we're, you know, down early, down big, or up big, I want to kind of play the same throughout the whole game, you know. Treat treat every every drive, every snap as – as if it's just as important as every other. And, uh, you know, I don't really get too riled up um, or too, you know, too into my emotions. I just try to try to keep the same same energy throughout the whole game and just make sure that I'm just mentally locked in and prepared on every play. If you had uh, any, you know, piece of advice maybe that you could share with a younger football player um, you know, someone, 
maybe in high school age who's in the game, what would you give them, you know, now with your experience going through all that? Yeah, one thing that I've just always said to anyone that reaches out or any younger, you know, player that I'm able to talk to is just enjoy enjoy where you're at right now. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy this, this time with your team and, you know, just make the most of it. Don't get caught up in, in all the outside you know, stuff, all the recruiting and people getting offers, you know, I would say don't worry about any of that. Just go have fun. Go have fun with your friends, with your teammates, and uh, the rest will take care of itself, um, you know, because you never know how long you're going to be playing the game. Um, if you're fortunate enough to continue to play through college and with the pros, that's great, but, you know, I, w- I would never look too far into the future. I'd my advice would be to, to enjoy where you're at right now and make the most of where you're at now. Well, that's some great advice. I'd like to uh, thank you for coming on and, you know, sharing your uh, knowledge and experience with us and, you know, really giving us some insight. I know we're all looking forward to see what you guys put together this year after a great year last year. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you, uh, you coming on. Thank you for tuning into the Four Verticals podcast. Make sure to tune in next week where I'll be joined by Portland State quarterback Davis Alexander.